Did you know you have the power to change your life? It all depends on your beliefs. If you have limiting beliefs, you're limit yourself. I'm Becky Beach, and I'm here to help you overcome your limiting beliefs so you can design your dream life. This is the Becky Beach Show. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Becky Beach Show. I'm Becky Beach, and today's guest is Colleen Kohanek. She's a business coach and mentor. Well, thanks so much for being here, Colleen. Oh, my gosh, Becky. Thank you so much for having me. I'm thrilled to be here. Oh, yes. It's just so amazing. So you help uh, women that are 50 and older. Do you also help men, too? You know, I, I always say women and, you know, 50 and over. But like I say, I don't card and, you know, gender doesn't really matter. But, yeah. I always say, you know, women, you know, I don't know. <laughs> oh, this is great. So, so what, what got you started doing this? I got started, I was 49 years old and got laid off from like a 25 plus year career and had a a job I loved. But once I was laid off, I just decided I didn't want to be corporate anymore. I had enough of, you know, conference rooms and I traveled a lot. And so I kind of jumped in very naively and thought, I'm going to start my own business. How hard can it be? And realized on day two, I had no idea what I was doing. Is how I did it. So I jumped in and took a bunch of courses to learn about this online business space and realized that a lot of the people teaching these courses were much younger than me and really did not understand where I was coming from as what we call a digital immigrant. So I'm 55. Technology came to me during my life versus much younger people where they have never not known technology. Mm -hmm. And we approach technology differently. It's just a fact of life. We can totally do it. But anyhow, I realized in trying to learn how to do this, that there was a huge gap in the market. Nobody was really kind of helping women over 50 or digital Mm -hmm. immigrants. And so I filled that gap after I figured out how to do it. And that's how I got in it. That is just so amazing. Yeah, there there is like so many so many people, you know, 50 and older that just don't know what to do. Like maybe they're retired or maybe they did get laid off, you know, because there's lots of ageism in the workplace. Like a lot like a lot of times you won't get hired if you're a certain age. You know, it's it's, it's really horrible, but it's true. It really happens. It is. Ageism is a huge thing. And another thing, in addition to ageism, is just kind of burnout. Like I talk to people my age and it's like, I did my career for 28 years. I could do it with my eyes closed. And then I'm just kind of like, I'm kind of done with it. But on the flip side of that, I'm also like, okay, I'm 55. um, And my audience, like we live a lot longer now. Like I have friends who are in their 80s and still doing. I'm like, what are you going to do for those next 30 years, Colleen? Like, you know, you got to do something. And I wanted to make sure that it was something productive that I love doing. Um, And it also, you know, it solves a lot of problems. It solves like financial problems. It sounds like what's my purpose? Staying productive, like keeping your mind going keeping your life expanding, like all the things like having an online business to me, like is the solution to retirement. It should be retirement. You should retire into an online business. <laughs> yeah, that is so true. Yeah, I do know lots of lots of people in their 70s and, and, uh, that have they're still doing this business, like they're doing like an online business. 
Like one one particular person I work with, she's like in her 70s. So you, you can still do this because it's a very um, low impact business. You're just like sitting down, you know, on a, on a computer if it's an online business and there's no manual labor or anything like that. You don't have stress of a boss breathing down your neck either. Like that, that's what I hate. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And what, what I talked like when I hear from my audience a lot, you know, one thing that I kind of hear a lot or read between the lines is we get to a certain age when we finally have a lot of stuff figured out, like not all of it, like we'll never have all of life figured out, but like we're much more self-aware, like we've just had many more decades on this planet, we have a lot of experience, and we want to keep doing like, I'm like, this is kind of I feel like this is the prime of my life now, you know, mentally and intellectually and all those things, I want to keep doing and my audience is the same, I want to keep going. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah, you can teach an old dog new tricks. Like that's what that saying goes, you know, so you can definitely learn new things. If you just put your mind to it, you're never too old to try something new. Because I remember you're saying before we started the call that, uh, that a lot of people will get will, will get laid off from their job, and then they'll have nothing to do. They, their kids are gone. So that what, what do they have for themselves? You know? It's true. You know, nobody prepares us for retirement or empty nest syndrome. Like nobody talks about, everybody talks about retirement is like, Oh, it's so great. You're going to retire. And then like Mm -hmm. Monday morning you wake up and like, what, what do I do? Like nobody prepares you for it. And so I think the coolest thing about starting an online business is you can really take almost any idea and turn it into an online business or an online product to sell like an on online endeavor of something. So mm-hmm. it's kind of like the sky's the limit. It's just, you know, really your imagination is the only limit. What types of businesses do your, are your clients in or, or do you suggest? Well, I always suggest that you do something that really lights you up and gets you excited because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, having an online business as you and I know, is a business. And so it does take work and effort and commitment. And there will be, you know, sometimes things don't go right. So you want something that, you know, gets you excited. So to get you through those tough times. Now, in terms of what kind of businesses, I really guide my people into digging into, you know, their own past and their own life to find Mm -hmm. their best business idea. It can be as simple as continuing something that you did in a career but on your own terms or, you know, you're being your own boss. Like I've worked with a financial planner who worked for like a big, you know, one of the big firms mm-hmm. and like it was an old boy network. And she was like, just done with being the only woman. So she counsels women now financial planning for retirement. So she's continuing what she did before. I have people who've done like full 180s who may have been, you know, in a tech or finance or, you know, healthcare kind of career. But now they're like, I want to do something totally creative. And I've always been, you know, a painter. So I want to teach people how to watercolor. I mean, it really is the sky is the limit, but it needs to come from like your own self and like what gets you excited. Oh, yeah. So agree. Because uh, I majored in graphic design when I was in college, and I really wanted to be a graphic designer. But when I graduated, nobody would hire me. I actually had to teach myself web development to get a job. So I pursued web development for 20 years and web design. And I wasn't happy at all. This wasn't what I wanted to do. So you could like re- revisit that. I'm sure a lot of people get into a job that they hate. 
you know, and if they really want to get into another job, but they just weren't able to get the chance. Yeah. You know, and that's such a good point because especially my generation, you know, we came from the generation still that, boy, you get a job and you stay in that job, like until you retire kind of your whole life. And so a lot of us, you know, kind of get stuck in a job, like you're right, that mm-hmm. may not, you know, really be the one that you really wanted to do. I mean, in the end, but with an online business, you get a chance to revisit all of the things you've ever wanted to do. And the cool thing in the online space is because you can kind of do anything. It doesn't mean like you have to have a degree in it or things like, I mean, obviously some things we want you to have a degree, like if you're a doctor kind of thing. Yeah. yeah, Right. (laughs) But I mean, there's so many things out there. Like there isn't a degree in watercolor, but if you know how to do it and you love teaching, you can have an online class. I mean, so there is just really kind of the sky is the limit and you do get to revisit your dreams or we also change over time. Like what I love to do in my twenties, you know, is certainly different than what I love to do now. It might be something that you want to do now. And so it's really, I don't know. I love it. Yeah, I totally agree. But someone out there may think, well, I don't have an audience. Like how could I sell a course? Like what, what, what you recommend they do? Yeah. So the first thing you always need is your idea. And the reason you need your business idea is because it's going to determine kind of who your audience is and who you're going to sell this product to. And my recommendation, I'm a firm believer in starting very simply because with an online business, there can be a lot of moving parts. So I'm always like, start where you're most familiar. So most of my people are on Facebook. I say, start a Facebook page and start talking about the thing that it is you want to do and talk about it also on your personal profile to see if you can't build an audience of 20, 50, 100 people around the idea of the thing you want to do, because that's going to start giving you some feedback or you know, if you want to get technical, some data around your idea. And you can also use these, you know, the small audience as a sounding board for, hey, I'm thinking of doing this. What do you think? And then once you have that, go ahead and create a very simple, tiny, tiny product. I mean, like I'm again, simple, simple. I just Mm -hmm. get in the game and start and sell it to those people, sell it to those people and make sure that you have a way to get these people onto an email list. Mm -hmm. Even if you're just saying, Hey, subscribe to my email list, which is, you know, marketers will tell you that's not the most ideal way in the beginning, but I'm like in the beginning, just get started. So have a way to get people on an email list and have, you know, establish a presence for your business on Facebook, start talking about your idea mm-hmm. um, and go from there. Start small, start very, very small. Yeah, I to- totally agree. Yeah, it's always good to just like, don't get yourself overwhelmed and stressed. Just just do it. Take it one step at a time, like baby steps. And because you because otherwise you just find yourself like like burned out, you know? You find yourself burned out and in the online space, you know, one of the challenges, what what happens is once we get in the online space and we start Googling, how do I do this? And what about this? You're now like pixeled by the algorithms. And so you're now inundated with, no, you need to start a membership. No, you need to be a coach. No, you need to do this. You need, And you get overwhelmed and you wind up doing nothing. So my philosophy is, like you said, baby steps, just get in the game without expectation of, you know, selling a million dollars or, you know, that kind of thing. You just want to get in the game and start practicing each thing as you do it along the way and then add more as you go. Well, I can hear, I can just hear someone watching this. They're saying, 
Like, like what if I'm afraid to be on video? Like, I want to do a course, but I just don't like being on video. What, what, what should they do? Oh, my. Okay. A lot of my people say that. So I totally get it. Um, you don't have to be on video. There's a, you know, with the online space, there's a lot of ways to present your product. If you love being on video, you could do like workshops via Zoom kind of thing. Mm -hmm. If you don't, you can pre-record a, a, a course like via a PowerPoint presentation where you're mm -hmm. not on camera and you're just talking about it. It could be a simple, I've had people create like email courses that are delivered via email, oh. just copy. Um, so there's a, you know, there's so many different ways to deliver a product with an online business. You don't have to be, you know, jumping on video and camera ready. And you certainly don't have to be, you know, dancing on Instagram or anything like that if you don't want to. Could you sell an, an email course or is, or should it be free? Like what, what have people done? Well, here's the deal to me. The format is not what is valuable. It's the content that is within, mm -hmm. you know, what it is you're selling. So an email course, what I love about email courses is this back in the day, and you may be too young to remember this, Becky, but we used to have a thing called correspondence courses that literally you would get like a workbook in the mail. Mm -hmm. You'd have homework. You'd have to mail it in. Somebody would grade it. And so it's kind of the modern day version of a correspondence course. And so mm -hmm. why not? You know, I know my generation, we still, you know, love to read long form content. We're accustomed to reading long form content. I know that has changed a lot. You know, people want really small bites of information and a quick video, but we're readers. Like we grew up reading, you know, boring textbooks that weren't yeah. you know, fantastically designed. So, and so an email course could totally sell 100%. And it's not the format, it's the actual content. And I often think I came out of educational publishing. So I worked in a, we sold textbooks. And when mm -hmm. all of those things went digital, like, oh, it's ebook, everyone thought, oh, the price of textbooks is going to drop by like 90% because I don't get a physical book anymore. And we're like, no, the author is still delivering their knowledge. So it's the knowledge or the content that's the valuable part, not necessarily the medium by which you're delivering it. Oh, yeah, that's just so true. Yeah, let, let's uh, talk about like chat GPT because um, that people made courses using that. Yeah, people can people can make courses using chat GPT, which is the new AI um, artificial intelligence thing. I am a firm believer that if you have the knowledge in your head of something to sell, something like AI can help you maybe organize those thoughts, mm -hmm. but it's not going to replace your knowledge and what you do. It just can't. Mm -hmm. And fortunately, I think, I mean, there are obviously many people in my generation who are looking at these, you know, AIs and chat GBT things, but we're not you know, we're not married to it yet. We're not the ones out there creating these chat GBT courses and going all gangbusters on it. We're still old school. Like, let's sit down and type it out, write it out, create the content. Oh, yeah, that I so agree because I was trying to use chat GPT to write a blog post today and it kept spitting out just the, the craziest thing. Like you have to actually read what it says. I bet some people could just copy paste it and put it on their blog, but you actually got to read what it says because it didn't make sense. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. And it really does. It might spit out data and information that is collected from the web, but it totally, I, to me, it misses like the human part of writing and communication. It just can't, 
capture that. So I don't think I don't I don't think that's anything that, you know, people need to worry about in terms of creating products or courses. And if somebody wants help to create a product or course, for example, my products, I don't like designing like the PowerPoint that deliver Mm -hmm. that I deliver with the course. So I create like I write it up in a Google Doc, you could do it in a Word Doc, wherever you know you type on your computer. And I hand that over to a designer with some mm-hmm. like curriculum design background, and she turns it into a nice PowerPoint slide. So there's so much help out there for the things we don't want to do. But, yeah. you know, you need, you know, you want to, you need the knowledge of what it is like your idea. And somebody else can make it pretty if you want, if that makes sense. So what are some like mindset blocks that, that your audience usually has that prevents them from getting started? Oh, great. Where do I start, Becky? Where do I start? Yeah. I'm too old. Um, I don't belong in the online space. I have nothing to sell or offer of mm-hmm. value. Um, those are probably the three big, or, and I'm not techie. Those are probably the biggest ones. I'm too old hogwash, you know, if you're 50, 60, Mm -hmm. 70, you got decades ahead of you still, how are you going to spend that time? The online space is for everybody, even though I'll admit, like, it's easy to see like Forbes 30 under 30 kind of thing. And it gets a little depressing. Like, where's the 50 under 60 under 60? Yeah, we're out there. there. And so we totally belong in the online space. And then in terms of like what you have to sell, it's physically, universally, whatever impossible to not be on this planet for five plus decades and not have something of valuable, a value to offer to an audience who needs it. It's just impossible. Like I, that's like my superpower. I can sit down with somebody for like three minutes and be like, okay, here's your idea. Like, here's what you need to sell. Kind of oh, thing. excellent. Now you're yeah. so right. Cause, um, cause people that are, they're like 50 and older, like they, they have been around a really long time. So they have collected a, a lot of awesome, you know, ideas and, and skills, you know, and so they're, they're not, they're, they're not, not, not capable of, of actually doing this. Like anyone can really do it. 100%. And I would say like one, um, one, like, thing I'm always having to like bust the myth is I think my generation, we often think of when we say online business, we think of something really permanent, like mm-hmm. a brick and mortar, and I got to get a lease and equipment and employees. And it sounds very permanent and big, yes. and risky. Whereas an online business can be one simple digital product that you sell online. And if in six months you decide you know, you want to pivot or do something different, it's really easy to do so. So there's very low barriers to entry with the online space. It's not as permanent as we sometimes think that it is. Um, yeah, that's, I have found that a lot. So what, what what's like some next steps that someone can take that's listening, you know, like what they can do today, you know, to get started? Well, I mean, what I would say, and this is how I literally started my first business is sit down and write three list, everything you absolutely love to do, everything you are really good at doing, and things you absolutely do not want to do ever again, as long as you live. Yeah, <laughs> we all have those things. And then what I want you to and I want you to do that without censoring, 
I don't want you to think, well, I could never, you know, teach French online. It, mm-hmm. I don't want you to think that. I want you to start just really letting yourself dream with the expectation that anything can become an online business. But we have to start getting the ideas out on paper. Once you get your list, and I also want you to dig into like, Look at your calendar. Like, what have you been doing for the last year? How do you spend your free time? What do people ask you to do all of the time? What do people assume you're going to be the one to do? Like maybe, oh, ask Becky to plan the family reunion. She's done it every year for the last 10 years. I mean, (laughs) how to plan a family reunion kind of thing. But I want you to start with these lists. Because I want you to get your brain percolating without censorship. And I don't, you know, there's no crazy idea. Put it all down. Once you get your I love to do and I'm really good at list, I want you to start seeing are there combinations there? Mm -hmm. Like I love to teach. I'm really good at speaking French. Could I teach people how to speak Mm -hmm. French? Um, I mean, I've had crazy. Okay. uh, I've had a dog trainer. Oh, online business, how to introduce your brand new baby to your family dog, like when you bring them home. That's oh, a, yeah. That's so the sky is kind of the limit, but you got to start getting your ideas going. And then, you know, start looking, thinking of combinations of it. And then, I mean, once you have that little idea, you're kind of ready to jump into the pot. Mm-hmm. Start a Facebook page. Call it something simple like dogs and babies, like (laughs) beginner French, like don't be clever. Like you want people to find you and just start talking about why you love this topic, what's important about this topic, and just start practicing talking about this idea on Facebook. See if you can't get 15, 20 people on your page and start talking about it. Because the first step literally is dipping that toe in because- Mm -hmm. You know, we get so caught up in thinking about, and you know, learning, studying. I'm like, you cannot learn how to drive a car by reading a book. You got to get in the car, right? This is the same thing. So once you get your idea, even if you think it's crazy, go start a Facebook business page and start talking about it. See if you can't get a few people there and practice that first. That's where I would start. No, that's, that's such great advice. Like, well, how do people handle naysayers? Because one of you have a spouse or your family saying, oh, you should be re- retired. Like, what are you doing? Like, what yeah. would they do? Yeah, I had that. My husband was not a huge proponent when I was laid off of starting my own business. He was mm-hmm. much more like, get a job, get a real job. Like, you know, yeah. <laughs> and here's where I am with that. You know, we get to a certain age. Our life is our own. And it's up to us to create a life that we love and gets us excited. Mm -hmm. You know, as long as you're not harming anybody in your family or whatever, you know, it's not really there. It's not really that for them to say no, like you should retire. To me, that's somebody else who is looking at you like, oh my gosh, I wish I could do that too, but I'm too afraid. And you're doing it. So, you know, there that's probably like a whole podcast unto itself. It will happen. People will be jealous they'll be insecure about what they're not doing and see Mm -hmm. you doing yeah to me it's like you know what stay the course it's your life you only get one of them so Mm -hmm. do what it is you love to do yeah yeah so agree so how can people find you online to learn more about what you have to offer 
Well, I was going to say easily, but they can find me at ColleenKohanic.com. And I'm sure we can put a link there because it's not like my name is easy to spell. Mm -hmm. So you can find me at ColleenKohanic.com. It's also my Facebook page. They can find me there and we can start the conversation there. So Colleen, I understand you have a freebie to offer my audience. I do. I do. I created a freebie that is called seven things you absolutely need to start your first online business after 50 and several that you don't, but you think that you do. And you can find that at ColleenKohanic.com forward slash need. Okay, that's great. I'll have the link in the show notes. Well, this has been so great. I'm just just so uh, grateful that you're able to come on today. I know you're really busy. So again, everybody go to mombeach.com forward slash podcast to learn more about Colleen Kohanic, all of her website. You know, you can learn everything you need to know about her. Well, thanks so much again for being here. Thank you, Becky. This was great. I love spending time here. Okay, great. Well, have a great day, everybody. Goodbye. Thank you so much for listening to the Becky Beach Show. Please go to mombeach.com forward slash podcast to learn more about my podcast and for show notes. If you want a 2022 free printable goal planner, please go to mombeach.com forward slash subscribe. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Have a great day. Goodbye. Goodbye.